What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Kadash Podcast. This is your host, Joshua O'Connor. And in this episode, I just want to talk about um, something that has been burning inside of me, something that uh, through conversations that I've been having and uh, the Lord has been really shedding light and giving me understanding to this. So I just um, hope that um, during this time and in this podcast, we can kind of um, just gain knowledge. Um, so before we jump in, let's pray. Father, thank you for your son. Thank you that his blood has washed us from all evil, all unrighteousness, all iniquity, all sin, and that we have been uh, created whole, that we've been made a new creation in Christ um, that lives to serve you, that lives to worship you. Thank you, Lord, um, for this hour, Lord. May you find in us fertile ground for you to plant your divine life, your seed inside of us, so that it can in turn produce a, a, a return, a harvest, Lord, in the earth while we're here. Um, Lord, open our minds um, in this hour and give us understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. So what I want to talk about in this podcast, um, I'm calling this the God, right? Little G of anxiety. And I believe that this word anxiety is a, 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 an idol, a, a God that we have erected in our culture um, that tells us what to do, that tells us where we can and cannot go, that keeps us from bearing fruit. Um, a lot of people say, man, I can't do that because I have anxiety. And they let this thought, this idea of this God um, enslave them plainly, simply. And I believe that this altar, this pole must be torn down. And I believe that the Lord is doing that in this hour because he is directing and fixing eyes on him, the one true living God. And people's eyes are being taken off of these other things that we have erected in our lives and in our hearts. And I believe right now in this hour, as you listen to this podcast, the Lord is going to set you free. He is going to deliver you and he is going to give you purpose and he's going to give you um, understanding and he's going to send you forth um, just as he sent the disciples forth. So we're coming to tear this down. This is an idol. Um, it's a thought and it's an idea that uh, doesn't need to exist in uh, our nature, in our vocabulary. Um, yes, you know, of course it is in the Bible, but the Bible tells us, you know, here in a second, we're going to read to not be anxious, right? Do not let this thing control you, right? Okay, so we're going to start in, we're going to start going through Bible, right? Um, we're going to start in Philippians 4, verse 6 through 7, and we've all read this, okay? But I believe that we need understanding to what this exactly means. People, you know, put this in their bio or they, you know, quote this verse, but are still living bound um, to this God, right? So let's not let this God control our lives and control what it is that we do, but may we be set free from it so that we can serve God, right? So we can serve the one true living God, okay? Philippians 4, verse 6 through 7, it says, be anxious for nothing. Don't be anxious, but in everything, okay? Because where can anxiety come from? It can come from a lot of places, right? But it says, in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. So thankfulness 
and prayer and submission combined in one. It says, let your requests be made known to God and the peace, right? That's the opposite of anxiety. The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Okay, so therefore, right, the word of God is truth, right? We can agree on that, right? Okay, the word of God is truth. And it says, be anxious for nothing. Okay, if the word is God of God is truth, and he tells you something like this, are you going to believe it? Are you going to receive the word? Okay, because it says that you have a, the ability to not be anxious. Okay, in everything. So how do we how do we defend this off? How do we stay outside of this thing? How do we tear down this pole? How do we tear down this idol, this altar? Right? In everything. This is how you do this is how you do it. You you commune with God in everything. You stay near to him, you stay close to him in everything. By prayer, by talking to him. Supplication with thanksgiving, a thankful heart. The posture of your heart throughout your day, throughout your walk, throughout what you do, must be thankful. Let your requests be made known, right? You can't keep them in your head. You can't make them known if you don't speak them out, right? We've been given power and authority. Our words have power. And in a little bit, we're going to read in, in, in the psalm, and, and I'm just going to say it now, right? It says um, to seek the Lord, right? To seek him, and you'll be delivered. Okay? The, the, the Bible in, in, in the psalms, it says, um, I cried out to the Lord, and he heard me. He heard me. Right? So we are to commune. We can't leave these things inside. They must come out, right? Let your requests be made known to God. So what is the byproduct of that? What comes after that? This is a promise. This is truth. Do you believe it? The peace of God. So from prayer, from thanksgiving, from letting your requests be made known, he sends peace. And this peace surpasses understanding it's a supernatural gift that you have access to called peace that's a byproduct of relationship with your father a peace that surpasses understanding will guard your heart it'll keep you protected your heart okay and your mind through christ through christ you have access to that Okay, um, you know, in my life, um, you know, I had an experience where I, I experienced anxiety, right? And it was, it was years back, right? But I believe it came from a loss, okay? It came from a loss. And there was hope tied to this that I lost. I didn't have understanding back then. Okay? But let me tell you, right, when Paul says that I've counted all things as a loss for the sake of knowing Christ, right? When you have already standed, 
stand firm on the truth of, of nothing else matters outside of knowing Christ and things flow from that place. When you experience loss, you don't. You don't, you don't have the effects of loss. You don't dwell in that place of loss because you know that there is one who is sovereign and you know that there is one who um, supplies you supernaturally, right? Okay, so let's go to the next one. Um, I'm going to read, it's Psalm 34, verse 4, and this is the one that I was talking about. Okay, check this out. Psalm 34, verse 4, right? Once again, we believe that God's word is truth, right? Okay, through our belief in him, we have access to the gifts that he has and the inheritance and the promises, right? Psalm 34, verse 4, it says, I sought the Lord. He answered me and delivered me from half of my fears. <laughs> no, it says all of my fears. So how do we be set free from anxious, from anxiety and fear? How do we get rid of this God and this, this altar that our culture has erected called anxiety, called anxiety? The seeking of the Lord. I sought the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all of my fears. All. All. This almost comes back to the correlation of, of Philippians 4, right? The one that we just read. Right? Through prayer and supplication, through communing with God, you get peace. The byproduct of that is peace. Okay, we must tear down this altar. We must tear down this. You do not have anxiety. You have you got to replace that God with the one true living God. And, and confidence is a byproduct of putting your faith and hope in him alone. We cannot tie our identity to what other people think about us, to what, how other people see us. We must only care. We have to count all those things as a loss. We must care only about what it is that God thinks and God says what he thinks in his word. He is already, he is your banner, right? He is the banner over you. Not anything else. Whatever title you can achieve, whatever accomplishment that you can have, your following, your views, etc., whatever. Are you Mary? Or are you Martha? Martha was worried. Mary sat and listened. Right? And I love the Lord. Because let me tell you, when I was reading and preparing for this, I was reading, I was doing my personal reading with the Lord, right? And I'm in the book of Isaiah. And this is what, this is the last verse that I'm going to bring up in this podcast. And this is what he gave me. Okay. You ready? I was in Isaiah 
Isaiah 32. Okay? Look at this. Isaiah 32, verse 15 through 18. Check this out. Until the Spirit is poured upon us from on high. This is what happened in the book of Acts, right? So it's already happened. You already have access to this. We are already we're temples of the Holy Spirit, right? Until the Spirit is poured upon us from on high, and the wilderness becomes a fruitful field, and the fruitful field is deemed a forest, then justice will dwell in the wilderness, and righteousness abide in the fruitful field, and the effect of righteousness will be peace, and the result of righteousness, quietness and trust forever. My people will abide in a peaceful habitation, in secure dwellings, and in quiet resting places. Okay, so check this out. In a place that once was barren, right? I'm starting in verse 15. In a place that once was barren, the wilderness, it's going to become fruitful. Someone who once was dead is going to be raised to life. And that person, right? will bear much fruit, right? John 15, and fruit that remains, right? And what is that? A forest. The seed that is planted within you will become fruit, mature. And it's a byproduct of what? The gift that God has given you through Christ. Righteousness. Righteousness will abide in that fruitful field. And the effect of that righteousness is peace. It's not anxiety. You have access. You have the spirit of piety. And, and, and it's all about knowing this. Right? It's all about knowing this. Proverbs 23, verse 7, it says, As he thinks in his heart, so is he. What you think you are. For as he thinketh within himself, so is he. As a man thinks in his heart, he is. Right? Do you believe this? And the only way that we increase our faith in this is by reading the word, right? I've always said this, right? Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word about Christ and fixing your eyes on Jesus. There are ways that we have access to to, to be built up in our most holy faith, right? And if we don't do this, you're going to live in that place, whatever it is that you're thinking. And if you don't renew your mind to truth, you're going to continue to, your mind is going to be renewed by TikTok and what they're telling you about anxiety or Instagram reels and what they're telling you about anxiety. What you're feeding your mind and your eyes and your ears is going to bear fruit in your life. If that is not the word of God, the effects in your life is going to be that of what you consume. If you are consuming the word of God right here, Isaiah 32, the effects of the righteousness that God provides you through his son and through the word, which is his son, is going to be peace. It says right here, the effect of righteousness, right? That's the gift that God has given you in Christ through his death. The result of that righteousness is quietness, stillness, right? His presence, right? 
and his presence are pleasures forevermore. And it says, and trust forever. The spirit will work this inside of you. But you have to be awakened to the knowledge of this. And the knowledge of this comes from eternal life. And that comes from belief in him, right? John 3, 16. Those who believe in him shall not perish and have, perish and have eternal life. Belief in him. And those that believe in him inherit eternal life. Because believing in him is the knowledge of him, right? And this is eternal life. We've talked about this before in John 17. This is eternal life. That they know God and Jesus Christ, the one he has sent. And it says, my people, okay? These are God's people, my people, his people. The people that have, cho that, that have chosen to, him to be their master, him to be their Lord. The people who do as he says. Those are his people, right? That's what Jesus says, that, you know, these aren't my mother and my brother. Those who do, he says, those who do what I say, those are my mothers and brothers. Right? Those people will abide in a peaceful habitation, a place to live, in secure dwellings, places where they stay, and quiet resting places. You will have a stillness in your soul. You will have a peaceful rest because of the spirit that has been given to you. Right? If you walk after the spirit, Galatians 5, right? You will not, you will not satisfy the desires of the flesh. You have an inheritance that Jesus has given you, a free gift. All you have to do is take hold of it. Will you take hold of it? It's yours. It's yours. Do not consume. Watch what you consume, right? The eye is the lamp of the body. The eye is the lamp to your inside. What you were filled inside with is a byproduct of what you consume with your eyes and your ears. Are you hearing the word about Christ and are you fixing your eyes on Jesus? You have access. Take hold of it. Tear down this idol of anxiety. You don't have to have it. You are choosing it at this point. This is a choice that you're making. It is for freedom that Christ has set you free. To him who is able to keep you from stumbling. Do you believe? Are you consuming the word, right? Man does not live on bread alone but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Your access to life is from what you consume. Consume Jesus. He says, unless you eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, you have no part with me. You have no life in you. I hope that this podcast right here provokes you To draw near, to consume the Son of Man. Consume the Son of Man. 
Go into your room, close the door, and your father who is in secret, meet with him. He's there waiting on you. Will you get alone with him? Will you free yourself and, and, and draw away from the distractions? Will you go into the wilderness so that that place can become a fruitful vineyard? Jesus loves you and he wants a relationship with you. Are you willing? It's a free gift. The kingdom of God is at hand right now, within reach. Will you take hold of it? The spirit has already been poured out. I love you guys, and I hope you take hold of this word. And I'll see y'all in the next podcast.